0: And uh, i really not sure what order to read them in. Maybe I'll just start in the Old Testament. And we'll go forward. The first, um, if you'll stand with me this morning, this evening, the first scripture I'd like to read would probably be, it's just one verse, so you might not have to turn there, but you'll go ahead and turn to Deuteronomy to chapter 6, and then um, if you'd like. But the verse I'd like to read In um, chapter 18, verse 19, it's just one verse, but it was in a conversation uh, that um, if you remember the story of the three um, strangers that visit Abraham and uh, they brought uh, um, to him and Sarah the news that she would have a child, but they were also there on a mission. If you remember, Um, they were on their way to Solomon Gomorrah for the sins uh, of that two cities and the judgment that, that was going to happen. And um, there was a conversation, and and this is probably, no doubt, this was a Christophacy, this was Christ, uh, uh, a pre-Old Testament appearance of, of him. Uh, and this is what he said in conversation with the other two um, angels that were with him. He says, For I know him, he was speaking of Abraham. He says, For I know him, that he will command his children and his household after him, and they shall keep the way of the Lord to do justice and judgment, that the Lord may bring up on Abraham that which he has spoken of him. In Deuteronomy chapter 6, I like to read some scriptures. It says, starting in, in, in chapter 6 and um, verse 4, it says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart and with all thy soul and with all thy might. And these words which I command thee this day shall be in thine heart, and thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children, and shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thine house, when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. And thou shalt bind them, for a sign upon thy hand, and they shall be as frontlets between thine eyes, and thou shalt write them upon the post of thy house and thy gates. In Proverbs chapter 4, verses 1 through 4, I'd like to read, if I may. It says, Hear ye, children, the instruction of a father, and intend to no understanding. For I give you good doctrine. Forsake you not my law. For I was my father's son. Tender and only beloved in the sight of my, in, of my mother. And he. Verse 4. He taught me also. And said. Unto me. That let thine heart retain my words keep my commandments and live and then ephesians chapter 6 ephesians chapter 6 could i read some scripture there tonight ephesians chapter 6 says children obey your parents in the lord for this is right honor thy father and mother which is the first commandment with promise that it may be well with thee and that thou mayest live long on the earth, and ye fathers provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and momenation. Um, uh, um, 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 I'm probably pronounced that right. I'm um, um, yes, of the Lord. Thank you, Sister Jeffries. <laughs> and we're not going to repeat that, but you understand the meaning of that. Praise God for a little bit tonight. I'd like to minister up on a. a uh, some thoughts that I could only come up with this. Some um, Maybe some uh, biblical uh, Christian parenting points, tips for, for us tonight. Praise God. Will you pray with me? Lord, I thank you, praise you, and love you, Lord. I praise you for another opportunity, God, to be able to share from the word. And Lord, I pray tonight, God, that you'd give me your peace and your love. Father God, for your forgiveness, mighty God, and I know, mighty God, most of all, I need the Holy Ghost to help me. Your word's anointed, God, it needs no prayer. But, Lord God, I'm your servant, and I do need your help. Will you minister? Will you move in a mighty way? And I'll give you the praise and the glory and the honor. And I ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen. You may be seated. Yesterday, I was in Walmart, and um, I... I have been struggling for the last few days. I I, I uh, agreed. I asked Brother Jeffries. I told him hey, if he wanted me to help him. I, I, I think I was ready to maybe try it again and try to share from God's word. And And I've been struggling with some thoughts and something that I could share and something that was heartfelt. And um, so uh, I was at the, um, Walmart and picking up a few things and I had just I'd been to the deli and had got a couple things there and the young girl there she put um I bought a couple food items and she put um put them in a in in a bag and um she um rang them up or put the sticker on for me to take them up and and to the cashier and she told me that there were two barcodes was on the bag because they had two different items and uh, the one was on the front and the one and the other one was on the back and so I picked up the other few things I got and I went um, up and went through the um, line and the little girl that was up there she was uh, um, scanning my stuff and I noticed when she came to the bag she went, scanned it and she just moved it on and I told her I said um, I said there's another barcode on the back of that bag I said you might want to scan that too and she was looking around and and then uh, she found the other barcode and she scanned it uh, for the other item and she said you know you know, not know how many people would have probably just let that go and I said well I said I I, I just couldn't because I said my my parents I said my parents taught me better than that I said, my parents taught me to be honest. And I guess that was the beginning of the thought that I began to develop. And today is November the 5th, and and some probably 61 or more years ago, I, I would, it would be 61-plus years, probably 62, 63, I'm not sure. But my today is my would have been my mom and dad's wedding anniversary. And uh, I told the young girl then. I said, uh, "I said I had good parents. I said uh, my parents taught me right." And she may mention. She said, "Well, I had a good mom, but I did not know who my dad was." And that's so sad. But that's so much. So many people today. But you know, and 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 my heart goes out for for because I know many of us didn't have good parents. But you know something tonight? I thank God because. I did have good parents. I had mom and dad, and they stayed faithful to each other till um, my dad passed first, and then my mom passed a couple years ago. And they kept their vows, and they been was faithful to the end. And they taught us. They taught us. You know, I, I know as a young age, they. I've, I always remember going to church, but I probably um, didn't really become serious. Uh, in our church um till till i was probably more growing up and and i know let let um in my early years i remember sunday school classes i remember being taught i remember my mom and dad taking us and 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 also i remember my parents purchased some bible storybooks um and and i remember them reading those stories to us and teaching us but as we grew older, uh, we got a, a, a new pastor in the church who, who really began to center in on salvation and other things. And, and my parents really became more uh, serious, more faithful, more dedicated to serving God. And, uh, you know, um, they started adapting Christian principles more than what they had i have always been taught matter of fact long before um i understood what holiness was and standards um uh, my my dad was a military person and uh, i have never have ever ever had hair over my ears uh, my 61 years never and that was long before some minister said that boys should look like boys my dad Uh, uh, My my parents uh, uh, made sure that we identified with our gender and that we acted like our gender. They taught us to be what we were created to be. And uh, um, I appreciate the things that my parents instilled in me. And uh, uh, I I believe the good that I have Um, that could be debatable, but I do believe there's some good in me. And uh, um, I I, I credit that to my parents, I do. I credit that to my mom and my dad, and uh, I thank God for them. I thank God. I miss them every day, but uh, um, I I, I appreciate the, the upbringing they gave me. And, you know, when it comes to parent tips, yes, God granted me. Uh, the privilege, the blessing of being a, a parent. And I will not apologize for uh, being a dad. I enjoyed being a dad. Um, I, whether or not it was I a good dad or a bad dad, well, that probably opinions of maybe you, what you felt and what you saw. And I'm sure there are three who has their opinions. Whether <laughs> or not, you know. And I always told people, I know I did things not right as a dad. But I also know I did some things that I knew was right. I wasn't perfect. My parents weren't perfect. And my parents instilled in me uh, some things, low that I believe today. That's why I, I believe that I have worked at a job for 32 years because they taught me not to quit. And they taught me it was my responsibility to take care of my home and my, 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 my family. Um, they taught me those things, and, and, and I thank God for that. I do. But tonight, I'd like to give you some parental tips. And I think, I'll be honest with you, I wish I could tell you these are mine. Um, um, and that, 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 that I could credit myself with them, but I can't. But I'm going to share them tonight as they are, were mine for now. Um, and my thoughts, and I think, uh, um, glory to God. You know, there's opinions are different. There's books out there. There's studies. There's tests of what makes a good parent and and what, you know, and I know there's parents who, who, you know, they, they, they want their children to be successful. They want their children to have an education. They want their children to have a good job. And they will go to any means to and what they can do to see that happen. And I can't say it's wrong. I do know that there was a big scandal here just a few years back where some of the uh, um, more prominent celebrities and other prominent people in the country got in trouble for bribing uh, to get their kids in the best colleges and 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 i think they went by the wrong way but you know as a parent you you maybe in a way can't begrudge the fact that they want their children to be the best okay and i'm not condoning what they did i'm not putting my approval on it at all um but you know i know that some people you know they get good jobs and and, and and they it's not because of what they know. It's not because of 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 them earning that right. And oh probability they got where they're at because mom and dad has something to do with it. I I can't say that's wrong. Uh, but you know, tonight, Lo, I'd like to give some parent tips for those that might want to try to raise your children God's way, God's way. And I believe what I found, there's 15 tips I'd like to give you tonight. And while you're saying, oh, yeah, and I, 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 I feel that way too. Because, oh, you know, I can be long-winded, but my voice is losing already, and I'm squeaking like a mouse, so I don't know how long I can give it. But, but I'd like to give you 15 tips. And uh, I guess the first one I'd like to give is if you want to raise your child in a way that's pleasing to God and I believe would bring God's honor upon you and your home. I'm not saying it's 100% sure fact because I believe that there are Christians who have followed these tips and yes, when their child becomes of age, they make decisions, and some have uh, um, decided not to follow God. But I do believe that these are 15 tips that I believe that if you can take it to heart, I believe that it is a good way of putting your child on a road that will lead them to want to serve God. The first one would be dedicate your children. To the Lord. I know that generally happens, um, um, and it's more uh, in some churches come kind of a formal tradition, but I do know that as Christians, I believe that to some that is a serious commitment. And that is usually a lot of times happens when they're first born, when they're still infants. Um, the parents will bring the baby to the front of the church. And usually with grandparents or others, they'll make promises and vows to God that they're going to raise that child to serve the Lord. I believe that's a good step. I do. And I, I would like to add this tonight, okay? I would like to add this. Um, I, I uh, This is probably my opinion. I know that de- baby dedications, that's what we call it. But brothers and sisters, I know that there are families who didn't start with um, a serving God when their babies were babies? I don't believe that there is no age that God would not accept. If you've come into the family of God and your children are even at an older age, I still do not believe that it would be wrong for you to want to dedicate your children to God and make promises to God to raise them from that time forward, to serve God. And I do not believe that there's a man of God who would not be willing to lay their hands upon the foreheads of your children and pray down God's blessing. That's tip one. Tip two, teach your children to fear the Lord, turn away from sin, to love righteousness, and to hate evil. I think those are a good tip. Teach our children. Amen. To fear the Lord. You know that's the first step. In giving God. Is to have a fear for God. And to teach them. To turn away from sin. Because the Bible says. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. But the gift of God. Is eternal life through Jesus Christ. Teach your children to fear the Lord. Turn away from sin to love righteousness and to hate evil. Tip number three. I'm moving a little fast ain't I? Tip number three. Teach your children to obey you. Wow. Teach your children to obey you. By the loving use of biblical discipline. There are times in the raising of your children and there are scriptures in the Bible, in Proverbs and others, that admonishes us to use the rod of correction on our children. Not in a mean, not in a disrespectful way, but in a loving, disciplined way. There are times to raise our children the way that the Lord would be pleasing to us. Spare not the rod and spoil the child. When that little one throws that first tantrum and Rolls on the floor, screaming and hollering because he can't have a toy someone else has. It's time that he gets some vitamin P, a paddle to the backside of his learning. Amen. You'll stop that. You'll stop that. I don't know how many children I've been out in the markets or shopping centers and have seen the tantrums. And I'm telling you something. I'm saying to myself, I hope that when that kid gets to the car, (laughs) you can't publicly do what you really want to do. I remember a few times I took one of mine and firmly held her hand. I didn't squeeze them too much, but I squeezed them just enough to let them know, your behavior is unacceptable right now. Yes, and it might get a little bit more severe if you don't calm down and act your age. Amen? Nothing wrong with biblical discipline. Amen. Number four, protect your children from ungodly influences. Yes, ungodly influences. Things, as I believe Brother Jeffrey's recently preached, from the very appearance of evil. We keep our children away from those things. And I'm telling you something, brothers and sisters, evil is not always some violent-looking, terrible-acting person. Sometimes evil is disguised in furry little blue and red and purple Creatures that we have come to find. Wow. They smile and they laugh and they jingle and they dingle. <laughs> they waller around and they fly with their magical whatever. But they are created by people who, with those little furry creatures, is teaching your children ungodly principles. And brothers and sisters, we all have creators of these little innocent-looking creatures who are teaching our children that it's all right. If you're a boy and you want to be a girl, that's all right. If you want to like somebody that's of the same gender that you are, that's all right. Brothers and sisters, I want you to know something. We will need to keep our children. Be careful what our children watch and see and play with. Amen. Number five, make them aware. This is a good one. Make them aware. Teach your children that God is always watching them. Amen. You know, when I was a child, my parents used to say, "You know, um, you you you, uh, you you better walk because you know somebody. You know, you you say bad things or or do bad things, um um and 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 think that mom and dad don't know what's going on, but there's somebody that does. God is watching us, brothers and sisters. We need to let our children know that God always has His eye upon us." That wherever we go, whatever we do, we might not be with mom and dad. We might not be with, 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 with uh, uh, people. But, but you know what? That does not mean that we're, we're, what we're doing is going unawares. There's a God that's watching down. He knows everything that we do. And not only does he know everything that we do, he knows everything that we think. Now, the devil can't do that, but God can. God knows everything you think. God knows us. He's watching us. Amen. Praise God. Just because mom and dad's not around doesn't mean that you can get away with things. Be sure, the Bible says, be sure that your sins will find you out. All right, I've got to move on. I know I'm probably losing some. Number six. Here's a good tip. Do all that you can. To help your children find the Lord early in their lives. Do everything you can to help the children. I'm telling you something. The best years for salvation is before a child becomes of age. The best years for salvation is to get your child to say, look, A sinner's prayer long before they ever become aware of what sin really is. Amen. That's a good tip tonight. Do all that you can to help your children find the Lord early in their lives. Number seven. Here's a good one. Find a godly church. And I just happen to know of a good church. It's called the Safe Haven Tabernacle. You're not going to find any better church than our church. We've got the best pastor. We've got the best Sunday school teachers. We've got the best of the best. And you're bringing your child to a place that's going to be taught biblical stories and biblical things about God. Hallelujah. Find a godly church. Find a church that puts God first in everything. Number eight. Teach your children, teach them to separate themselves from the world. We're a holiness church. We believe, amen, that we want to live according to what God says. And I think, brothers and sisters, let amen, there's nothing wrong with godly standards there's nothing wrong in 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 godly principles and applying them and we need our children amen to look and and be the part that we are but you know with that we need to let them know why it's important for us to live and dress and look the way that we look. It's not just because it's the rules of our church. It's not because it's the standards that our preacher preaches. It's because we can show them from God's word that it's wrong for a man to have long hair. That it's wrong for a woman not to have short hair. There's nothing wrong in that. And we can show them that God wants us to stay. From from the styles of this world, from the trends of this world, to be modest, to be modest in our dress, to dress accordingly that will be pleasing to God. Teach our children what holiness really means. And and, and Dad, why do I, I can't let my hair grow? Because I told you so. No, explain to them why it's important for us. Amen. Give them an answer. I believe if a child asks a question, I believe they deserve an answer. It just depends on what measure of the answer, especially when they're younger. But I do believe they deserve an answer. I could be wrong there, but I don't think I am. Number nine, and this is a great one. This is a wonderful one. This is one that we can accept. Teach them the importance of being baptized in the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. Brothers and sisters, because we're Pentecostal, I want my children to be Pentecostal. I want them to experience the infilling. Of the Holy Ghost in their lives Hallelujah Amen And another tip Number 10 We need to teach our children That God loves them (laughs) God loves them That Jesus Loves them Not only does he love them And he loves us but Jesus has a plan for our children. We need to teach our children that. Amen. Let, let, let listen, you are special in God's eyes. Yes, mom and dad want you to grow up and be that fireman, be that doctor, be that lawyer. Be, yeah. But most of all, what we want from God is what God has planned for you. And I want you to know something. I truly believe this. God's got something great planned for everyone that honestly loves him. And he loves you. And he wants the best for you. Amen. And also, number 11, teach them daily in conversation and devotions the Word of God teach them daily teach them daily in conversations in devotions instilling them the most precious book of all let them memorize it i i i i I remember my mom my mom just got was tickled to death when gracie was uh, uh, three or four, and could quote Bible verses, and 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 uh, you know, Sister Jeffries, I know you have always have taught them memorization. Amen. And I'm sure they still memorizing things from God's word every day. And I know, Mom and Dad, that that's something that is more precious than gold, the Word of God. Through conversations, through devotions, teach our children. And then, brothers and sisters, number 12, as we teach them the word of God, we also want to teach them how to pray. Yes. I know when I was a child, I remember saying the little prayer at night, lay me down to sleep, may the Lord safely keep. I I forget all of it, but I, I remember saying that amen, as, as a child, as, as, a, as a little kid. But you know what? There's more to that. I'm not saying that it's wrong to have a, a prayer that we say uh, uh, for food and grace and things like that. But teach your children how to pray. Teach them to call out the names of God. Teach them. The Lord's Prayer as an outline of prayer. How we can honor God and, 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 and teach them to, to, to name names and name things. Teach them how to pray. Amen. I'm almost to the end. I wish I could tell you these are my 15 tips. I'm going to tell you where I got them from. All right. Parents, number 13, we also need to do something. As they grow older, and especially if they go to public schools and other places of learning, and when they begin to have to go out in the world for things, prepare your children that there will be those out there that do not like the Lord. And because of that, they will not like them either. That's something, brothers and sisters, is a fact. And especially in this day and hour, as darkness descends upon this earth, and the Antichrist is on the horizon, and the end of times is here, and evil is on a rampage, we will probably find more and more and more and more people Not only with children that we go to play with on playgrounds or in schools, but we will find those that are teachers that will not like us because we like the Lord. We need to prepare our children for that and tell them that they're not abnormal and let them know that the Bible says, Blessed are they when men shall persecute you and revile against you. For great is your reward. Great is your reward in heaven. Amen. Number 14. Now this is something, parents, that's more for you than for you teaching our children. Parents, intercede in intercessory prayer. Every opportunity you get, plead and fall on your face and plead your children before god intercede on the behalf of your children may a day not go by brothers and sisters in my prayers and i know at times i've got lazy and times i've let down but when i'm holding up my prayers and when i'm doing my devotions there's not a day goes by that i don't name out the names of my children And I don't name out the names of my daughter-in-laws and my son-in-law. And there's not a day that goes by that I don't name each of my grandchildren. And I plead with God. I plead with God. Oh, God, be with them. Protect them. Provide for them. Pray, 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 pray for your children. And proceed on them. God, have mercy upon their lives. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. Amen. Number 15. This is one I hope. Amen. And I'm going to mention this tip. This is one. I hope that never has to happen. But I believe a good parent who's going to follow the first 14 tips of this will take this last tip, the heart. And this is be willing to live your life for God that you as a parent would sacrifice your life for the sake of your children. And brothers and sisters, I believe that any parent who loves their children enough to teach them the ways of God would be willing to lay down their lives if need be. Amen. For them is the love that mom and dad has for each one of us. Glory to God. Could you ever stop a mom or a dad from running into a fire, a house on fire? Not to save a heirloom, not to save a pet, but to save a child. They would lay down their lives. They would lay down their lives. And I know tonight there's not a one of us in here. We're not perfect, none of us. But I do know that down through that list, I believe that probably we all have tried what we can. Amen. We're better at some than others. But I'm telling you something tonight. This is my tip on being a good parent. Not a, just a good parent, but a good Christian Pentecostal holiness parent who loves your children. Lord, I thank you for this service tonight. I thank you for your holy presence. And I thank you for the Holy Ghost I have failed in this service Lord, now will you go with us as we come and prepare our hearts for communion, mighty God. And Lord, most of all, each of our children, God. Lord, we want them to have the best. And I know the best, Lord, is not in the riches of this world, not in the fame of this world, not in the leadership of this world, but Lord, the best for our children is above. And it's on the throne of grace right now. You are sitting there. Mighty God, make an intercession on our behalf. Lord Jesus, you are the best. You are the best. And help us to let our children know how to please you and make you their friend in the name of Jesus. Amen. That's common. Find a place of prayer as we prepare.